What's up? How's it going, Cameron? What's up? It's January 31st. We made it through one month of 2021. We survived. Just barely. Only 11 to go. Right. Hey, hey, Ryan, how's it going? Mm -hmm. Hey. Uh, Yeah, this week was super weird. Like, have you guys, like, looked into that that freaking GameStop stock? Like, the, the whole Reddit madness that's going down? I kind of know the bare bones basic of it. Like I've heard a uh, different podcast and whatnot talk about it. And yeah, it's a weird situation. I don't know. I've spent like most of this week just kind of like just. You buying game stock? Uh, no, I, I think I'm good. <laughs> Not anymore because it's like $400 a share. So uh, God knows how long that's going to last. Cause you know what a shitty company it is, you know? Right. That's what that's what I'm kind of worried when I did my research on this. I'm like, I'm worried for like those people that are holding like their stocks, like just to stick it to the man and stuff like that. Like they're going to end up losing a lot of money. And it's like, I understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to steal from the rich and give to the poor. Like Robin Hood. Yeah. Unlike nice. the app. named nice after transition. <laughs> It's funny that you said that, Ryan, because I was thinking like when they cut off like the like stock purchasing earlier this week because of everything that was going on. And I'm pretty sure they were getting like pushback from like the hedge fund guys. Like oh, they probably were. That was, but that's such a missed opportunity for Robinhood, the Robinhood app. Oh, I know. They, sh- yeah. they should have just Reddit people do their thing. And then six months later, they'll be like, Oh yeah. Remember that time? Like when we, uh, when we gave to the rich and like download Robinhood today. It's well, like, justifiably, people were saying how pissed off they are at Robinhood and leaving one star reviews mm-hmm. and Google totally pussed out and like caved in like, all right, we'll get rid of a lot of those one star reviews. Yeah, I understand why people do that because they're angry, but I feel like they're angry at the wrong person. Robinhood is a reasonable thing to be angry at when you're coming in. I mean, no, it's not everybody that, that working for the app, but I mean, really, I mean. When you come off this whole, I mean, it's named after who's it named? First off, who's it named after? Secondly, the idea. I mean, I'm not going to pretend like I know everything about the stock or even know that much about stocks or or anything like that. But the idea of like no one knows anything about stocks. They pretend to know things. I feel like now everyone knows enough to like pretend like they know enough. You know what I mean? Like they know enough to like sound smart at a a party or something. But it's the idea of like not giving them the option to sell or buy whatever, whichever one it was taking away the option, like asshole. That's why you have, why, why am I, why are you stop me from doing this? That's why I have your app. So I don't right. know. I say fuck Robin hood. I, I fuck him. Robin, Robin hood is the like stock trading app or no. Yeah. yeah stock trading app. It's a stock trading app. Mm-hmm. It's basically or, meant to be like an easy to use for beginners. And uh, I, I don't have it, but I know people who do and they broke it down for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not the big like the biggest fan of Robin Hood right now, but I can kind of see why they did that because they're getting pressured from the hedge fund guys. And like when Robin Hood was first introduced, they they like the whole point of their service was to like you said, Ryan, to was to make uh, stock buying like purchasing stocks like for the common man. Make it easier. For yeah, him. make it easier and cut out the middleman because before like you would buy stocks and you have to pay a bunch of fees. Robin Hood comes in, basically cuts out the middleman. And like now they're just kind of. And that's what everyone's using right now to buy those GameStop mm-hmm. stocks. A couple other apps, but mainly Robin Hood. Over those hedge fund well, holders. 
Well, the thing is, all the hedge fund guys, how often they manipulate and fuck with the market and just. And now people figured out how it works. And they just said, hey, man, we're playing the same game as you. And then for them, like twist their arm and make them go away. That's I just think that's bullshit, you know? Yeah, it's it's total bullshit. So then why hold the line? What is that like? What is the win scenario? I don't even know. I just like I'm just glad someone was fucking with like these hedge fund guys, these guys Mm -hmm. who always like they have these predictions and they alter, they twist the market the way they think it is. Man, I don't don't give a shit about GameStop, but I mean, I don't know. I just I'll be long. Like I said, I don't know a whole lot about all this kind of stuff, but just hearing the bare bones basic, like all right, cool, someone figured out the system, and then the guys run like, oh, you 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 can't do that. You guys used the game genie. Like fuck Mm -hmm. you. No, we didn't. You know, right? You guys do this shit all the time. Yeah. It's a total weird situation. I don't even know what to think and what, like, which side to be on. It's like, like the Wall Street bets guys, like the guy, the, the guys on Reddit that are, that are buying like the stocks. Like they kind of feel like they're like on like this whole Occupy Wall Street side. But in reality, they really aren't because they're, they're about to be as rich as the hedge fund guys. And they're just becoming like the person that they, the people. Are they, they really hate. aren't the hedge fund guys like, like stupid rich? Look, they got fuck you money, basically. These Reddit guys are about to like sell. They're going to be stupid rich too. So it's like they're basically playing. The maybe they'll be rich. Then maybe they'll be rich to last them for a little while. But stupid rich is like, I got money to feed my great grandchildren. It's more of like I'm not even looking at the the Reddit guys as like you know knights in shining armor or anything like that. They're just mm-hmm. guys who study the system. They figured the system out. They applied it. But since they're not with the hedge fund or the higher ups in Wall Street, they're the one they're just getting screwed over. Like anybody else who suddenly wants to jump in. So, yeah. Right. I don't know. I just I, the whole situation is just it's confusing. Weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's weird. I never thought no one. I don't think anyone ever, ever assumed that we'd be talking about like so many people would be talking about GameStop and Wall Street at the same time. Right. Buy GameStop stock, guys, before it goes up. Right. Why? It's about to go out. I thought they were dead. Like, seriously. Yeah, well, they're about to be dead. Like, that's the whole point, is, like, the Reddit people are buying stocks. The hedge fund guys would have gotten, like, bank if they did die, right? Yeah. Well, it's also, Uh, like, uh, maybe someone just does, maybe maybe one of their just really big GameStop fans, like, some of the few, like, guys, we got to do something about this. Yeah, well, that's what they're saying, because most of the people like on Reddit are like people like our age and stuff like that. And they're kind of they're nostalgic towards these businesses and stuff like that. I don't know how you can be nostalgic towards GameStop. I'm nostalgic towards Funko Land, like the and like software, etc. By no means am I and by no means am I like nostalgic for like fucking GameStop the other day, like some like last week or something. I went in there. I'm not blaming the person behind the counter. You know, they're just doing their job. I went there like I saw they had Street Fighter five. I'm like, OK, can I get I like to get Street Fighter five? Like, uh, um, we actually don't have it in, in the store. Like, what do you mean? It's on display. Well, it's in the county, but not at this store. It's actually the one that's on the store that's like, you know, 45 minutes away from here. Uh, we can order it for you if you want. Like, <laughs> it's like Amazon, or, here I come. Or, or Xbox Game Pass. I can just, I yeah. can just buy it on that. Uh, yeah. Or just subscribe to that. Yeah, I don't know. The, the whole situation is weird. I don't, I hope it all kind of just goes away here pretty soon. 
but I, I seen like the best meme about it. Uh, Ryan, I think you saw it on Instagram. I posted that about it was the cabin of the woods. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Who it's had like, GameStop? Yeah, who had who had uh, GameStop uniting us all against Wall Street on your bingo card? It was the same dude that from Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, like, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it took me a second. Right. Uh, Ryan's gonna take care of his dog, but uh, I never saw that. I'm already back. I'm already back. Oh, okay. <laughs> she just forgot how boring I am. What kind of dog? Um, yeah, uh, border collie. Got her like around Christmas. Border collies are the best. Oh, I love her. Yeah. What What else have you guys been doing besides uh? Play a shit ton of Sea of Thieves today, mm-hmm. and watching some movies. Downloading some movies. Uh, someone told me to check out uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Have you guys oh, heard that's that? That's a good movie. Yeah. yeah, it's been it's been recommended to me by a few people already, and that and Cobra Kai, I want to check those out. Season three, Cobra Kai, uh, or just all Cobra Kai? Oh yeah, <laughs> I watched any Cobra Kai. Have you seen the original Karate Kids? I think maybe. Oh, it's been a while. Are they related? Are they in the same like? Oh, it, dojo? Cobra Kai is basically the sequel to the Karate Kid films. Okay. So it's like, I mean, you could still watch Cobra Kai. It's kind of funny because um, I, uh, my nephew, you know, who's by this, I guess you call them Zoomers now or whatever. Gen Z. Gen Z or whatever. Yeah. yeah. He loved Cobra Kai and he did not know it was based on an old movie. So mm-hmm. then when I told him that movie, he went and watched it and he felt bad. He felt weird suddenly rooting for Ralph Macchio, you know, because mm. I bet that's the whole thing about it. It's, it's basically um, it's a. Uh, the main character of Cobra Kai was the bully in the first Karate Kid. Oh. And then Karate Kid 2 and 3 are still the Ralph Macchio character, Daniel. Right. But it mainly, I only watched a little bit of season one. I liked what I saw. I just got to come back to it. But um, yeah, it's been, it's like the same actors too, I think. So, yeah, mm. yeah it's, it's the same actors. I've only seen season one, but wasn't it on like YouTube Red? It was on that, yeah, bull- bullshit YouTube streaming service thing. And then they're like, you know what? We can't do this. They were like, you were like, no, what? This show is actually too good to be on a fucking YouTube premium show. So it's like, let's put it on Netflix. So, but yeah, Cameron, we, you introduced me to Sea of Thieves. Freaking, I freaking love it. You haven't it. played it much, though. No, I haven't played it much. Like, I think the thing that gives me anxiety about Sea of Thieves, uh, especially as like a new player, is that it's session based. And I have to like, it feels like I have to like set aside like two or three hours to like. Oh yeah, no, a hundred percent. I I think I I woke up at, I woke up, you know, did some things, came around, sat around around nine. I'm like, oh, I see my buddy Evan on. I'll play a little bit with him, you know, do some casual fishing. Nope, it's like that Rick and Morty meme, you know, in and out twenty minutes, then all of a sudden, like three hours later, you're like, well, you know, can't, uh, yeah. And you're like screaming at each other or something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty chaotic. Like we we were just a two man on a small boat. We come across this two sail boat that had three people on it, and we spend about roughly twenty minutes in naval combat, firing cannons at each other, trying to board them, and all the while we're like communicating with each other. And you know, I got my headset on, turned up really loud, so I'm like definitely talking louder than I should be, and I'm yelling, and I'm sure my my neighbors love that. Um, <laughs> that was great. 
I was going to ask because you're like a kiddie pool area. Like we we're not so good at this. All we got is one cannon so far. So like to ease people in, or it's like, no, this is the real world. You go out there. Yeah, there's not much of a kiddie pool. There is a maiden voyage, which is a tutorial, but you don't earn stuff in the tutorial. So it's just a tutorial, you know, and then there's just straight up adventure mode or arena mode. And arena is strictly PVP, which no one hardly plays. So adventure mode is pretty much the mode everyone plays. And um, it's strictly multiplayer. There's up to six boats on a server, which is at maximum 24 people in a single server. And the map's pretty big. It takes a good, I'd say it takes a good 20 minutes to 20 to maybe half hour, depending on the weather and all of the wind and all that stuff to get across the map. All right. If you're just beelining it. Too. It's really well thought out, Ryan. Like I have, like, we're going to, we're going to play like after we're, we're done recording this, but it's, it's so until midnight, right? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> but yeah, it's so it's really well thought out. Like the co-op, I, like I was really impressed with like how you control like the ship and like with two people and stuff like that. It's just so I don't know. And plus it looks really good, too. And it's also very exhilarating to steal other people's loot. Yeah, of course you would do that. You, you legendary thief, Cameron. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. I watched WandaVision right after that. Right. And yeah. so, so did I. I was literally just um, listening to Voodoo Child because I had to because of the the way it ended. Voodoo Child? Was, who's that? Hendrix? That's the song with Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 At the end. Mm-hmm. Or, okay. Gave me chills. That gave me chills. I loved it. Like cherry on top of an incredible episode. Yeah. Right. Well, without spoiling anything too much before we go into it, I think that song is also perfect, not because it matches the time they're in, but it more matches like Believe the it. idea. Because the song's all about like, you know, Jimi Hendrix being on whatever, talk about assembling a universe with whatever mm-hmm. he has because he has voodoo magic. And thing in the context of the show, like, oh, oh, she's making whatever she wants. She has these right. powers. So, oh, okay. All right. Voodoo child. I don't I get see it. you more in this world. I'll meet you on the next one. And don't be late. Don't, don't, don't. I don't know. That was one of the first songs. Like when I started playing guitar, that's like, I have to learn that song at some point. It took me like a couple of years to get to it, but I learned it. And then once I learned it, I'm like, hell yeah, I kick ass. Jimi Hendrix is one of those guys. That, like I, when I was first getting in like classic rock and all that, he was my, my go-to one of my favorite musicians for like, and I still really like him, but he's like one of my favorite musicians for like five or six mm-hmm. years. But then I kind of like overplayed everything that was released by him. So if it comes on, like, oh, cool, Jimmy. But then I don't really seek it. But then every so often, like he kind of like Tupac, like here's another two disc unreleased collection of 100 songs you never heard. Like, how's he keep how do you get this much time? How do you get this much stuff done to age 27? Jesus, he's Mm -hmm. probably the, the like most likely to be someone's favorite guitar player, like in their, you know, lifespan at some point makes sense and if, yeah. hands down the if, most the most innovative guitar player in the modern era and if not if he's not your favorite then you respect him it, it's like i don't know if i respect i don't know if i can respect people who don't respect Jimi hendrix <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> true <laughs> like there's no there you know there's like you just don't exist in my world <laughs> when you talk like goat talk with sports you know some of it's you know a little uh controversial or you're like oh bring up Go bring up Peyton Manning or whatever, Kobe Bryant up to Michael Jordan. When you talk about playing guitar, it's, you know, there's 
other than maybe Eddie Van Halen, I think people say Hendrix more than anything. What about Carlos Santana? Uh, he's good, but he's not the goat. Yeah, he's, he's great. He's a. I mean, he's a. Don't get me. Don't get me wrong. He's an incredible guitar player. But there's apparently there uh, Hendrix and Santana are probably gonna do. I heard they're gonna do a project together before Jimmy oh died. My God. I wouldn't. Is that, I, they were at Woodstock together. That's yeah. crazy. Like Carlos Santana, like growing up was like because my my mom listened to a lot of like Santana, mm-hmm. so I I listened to like his songs on repeat. So it was kind of like I I kind of had the same experience you had, Ryan, with like Santana as you had with Hendrix, where you just kind of listen to his songs like multiple times. So it's just kind of like it just gets embedded, and you're just kind of like not necessarily tired of it, but it's just like like okay, I've I've heard this multiple times. It's like. Well, he only had like as far as like full albums go. What he had like four full albums, and then he had like a couple of unreleased stuff that came out later down the line. So you know, it's easy to wear yourself out on it, and not that you ever, not that you ever go like, "Oh, this is bad" or "This is overrated." I mean, if he's not your favorite musician or he's not your favorite guitar player, okay, whatever, each his own. But I, I still always have a lot of respect for him, I, and I still think he's like, I still, whenever his music comes on, I always turn it up. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I definitely did that at the that ending, that ending of the show. When's like they suddenly just hear the opening the riff that when you hear that, like oh shit! And they not only does it like give me chills, it, it gave me chills, but also added like even though it was totally badass, there is this total sinister implication. As soon as you had to pick up that bum dum down, it like goes right to credits. Right, they're like oh fuck. They they do kind of like cut the song forward to fast track to the solo. Which made me really want to like shoot, and I have to like listen to the whole song because there was like a section I didn't hear. Right. I actually, as soon as the episode was over, I went. I had to go handle something. Like I'm putting on my headphones, listening to Jimi Hendrix for a little while. <laughs> right. But yeah, episode four. Dude, uh, we of something that gives you chills. <laughs> that whole episode was kind of chilling. Yeah, it's. Did we not call it though? Like on a few of those things. That something big was going to be revealed. Just like. Like, I remember saying how I imagined, uh, I forgot her name again, Geraldine. Yeah. Uh, lying uh, out of the yeah. world. And we got to see that. Mm-hmm. And I'm so happy. Well, that's okay. So I heard, sorry, Ryan. No, uh, so I heard a theory, like when she was flying out of the world, like that was the moment that Geraldine, or I hope that's her name. Or is it Monica? <laughs> her real name is Monica Rambo, but her yeah. name in the world, in their little like fantasy world, was Geraldine. Okay, so, so we got it right. We're not wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was the like the moment when she gets her powers, and like the thing I love about this episode like the most is like this is this is just the MCU just getting like we we thought the MCU was bigger was big before like it just got. Just, it's just connecting. It's so yeah. It's connecting everything at this continuity point. Continuity with MCU is outstanding, right? Well, I was it's, not expecting to see the um, Cad Dennings character from the first two Thor movies pop in, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, the um, the uh, FBI agent, yeah, from Jim Halpert, Wasp. Yeah, I was like, okay, okay. He was. I mean, I figured he'd show up again eventually. You know, like I, I just loved like the way like this this episode was just laid out too, like just from the beginning, it almost felt a little bit like like a little bit like a Twin Peaks kind of episode where it's just like the the mystery and just and uh, like when you, she first enters the world, I loved it. 
it was almost a little bit like Space Jam, a little bit like where Michael Jordan like goes down like the golf hole. Yeah, the golf hole. And uh, it was it is it Randall Park? Is it Randall Park that's just like that's oh, like, like Newman? Bill Murray? No, well, no, I'm talking about in the episode. Oh, where oh, oh. like her partner, Monica oh. Rambeau's partner. Oh, her. I don't remember her. Randall. That name sounds familiar. So maybe I think it's Randall Park. The guy who's like uh, from Sword, and he's not the most charming or nice guy. Then you got um, Jimmy, the uh, the FBI agent. Jimmy, mm-hmm. I like the magic trick he did. I like how he flipped his card out and gave it to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it that's even that's even a reference to Ant Man right. the Wasp because he saw right. he was practicing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just think this episode just does like such a really good job of just answering all the questions, but also like. Have uh, making us want even more just because of like the possibilities of. So, what are some of the basically questions? Basically, Wanda just created super like mutants at this point. Right. What really? Because of M- Monica Rambeau and just like. Uh, I don't know Monica Rambeau. I don't. Does she get powers? A- you know, she gets powers later, right, Ryan? I think uh, so. Here, here's what the way I understand it. I never really read much Captain Marvel or Miss or Miss Marvel. But I think um, I don't know if she's a mutant, but I know that um, I want to say her mother, not Monica Rambeau, but her mother who passed at some point in time. She was Miss Marvel, because even though uh, right now uh, what Carol Danvers is Captain Marvel for a while, she was Miss Marvel in a lot of her big stories. She was Miss Marvel and Miss Marvel kind of became more popular than the character she was a spinoff of, which was Captain Marvel. So they eventually, you know what? She's way more popular than the guy, the guy she's kind of based on. So let's, or the guy she's a spinoff of, let's just make her the new Captain Marvel. And um, at some point, that's what Monica Rambeau was. But in uh, her daughter, there's a connection there too, but I, I don't really know what it is. But I know that she was, she becomes a superhero down the line or something like that. Mm-hmm. So Marley, you're saying that's when she flew out the wall is where she gets it. Yeah, I have a feeling that the interaction with that and with Wanda interaction with Wanda, she gets her powers there. But that's just a theory that I heard online. So don't take it. Take take it with a grain of salt. Uh, Ryan, how did you know it was Monica Rambeau? Because you mentioned that last time we spoke. I just overheard that uh, she was going to be in this series. No, 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 no little hints that that's got to be her. Just I heard that she was going to be in it. And uh, yeah, that's her. And you're right. So, Boom. and it looks like at some point Monica Rambeau was Captain Marvel too. I'm just Wikipedia it. She was another character called Photon, Daystar, Spectre, Lady of Night. So, Monica Rap. She sounds like one of these characters that um, has been a persistent part of the Marvel universe, but always just given her different, like always given her like a different like alias or different superhero power. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That intro scene was was pretty great too it's kind of kind of dropped my jaw well that whole part also i think um the thing that's that caught me off guard is essentially i thought that was her being assembled into her into uh into the fantasy world that wanda created then you're like oh oh no this is when everyone's reappearing yeah this was the what do they call it they didn't they call it the blip the blip yeah 
what I enjoyed the most about like way this episode is constructed is I I love the way that it's it's almost it's kind of like a meta storyline at that point where uh, I forget like that that nerdy girl or whatever she's introduced in this episode where she's like kind of picking apart like like each episode of the show kind of like a little bit like what we're doing so I don't know if the show is kind of like making fun of like people that analyze like shows and stuff like that it could be because they're they're even like speaking on it like oh man i was hoping this would happen i hope it was hoping that would happen right they were trying to explain it to the audience a little bit Mm -hmm. when he was like asking questions like the stuff we don't know we pretty much got those answers Mm -hmm. um especially about vision and i can't remember the other questions was like why hexagon we don't know why it's hexagon maybe hydra what does Hydra have to do with all this? That's still a question that I have. Probably. Um, is there any other questions that uh, you guys have? Uh, I'm just well, kind of going with it. I, I stopped speculating by this point. Vision towards the end of this, whether it, that's like, I'm wondering if like Wanda is like trying to like, like this whole like bit that she's doing is, is like either she like vision is already dead and it's like a way for her to right. still like live with vision or she is trying to like rebuild like vision throughout the episode. And she like, people keep on like interrupting like with, with her process and stuff like that. I, I think vision is dead. And it, like, she's obviously like hurting in this episode because this is like the, like a crucial episode where we actually see like the emotional side of Wanda. She probably created that this like, force field thing to it probably gives him power that's what i'm speculating Mm -hmm. the only way he's alive is staying inside there and and being in that reality mm -hmm. yeah that that's a good theory like i like i think that i i want to believe that like the theory is that he's he's dead and like this is all like within her head and she's like building like a world like because this is where she's the most happy and it's also, I, I think that she's kind of like the people she's creating are all starting to like kind of question things and wonder like because she still gives them enough free will to think like, all right, what would this person say? What would this person think and whatnot? Mm-hmm. But then like if they start to question too much, that's where they that's where they start to um, like get reset. Like, oh, everything's back to normal just temporarily. Uh, actually, I want to clarify something. It looks like Maria Rambeau. I mean, she was in the comics, but I guess maybe, maybe I miss, maybe I misread something. Monica Rambeau, I guess, was was the was Captain Marvel or Miss Marvel for a minute. Maria Rambeau wasn't. I just thought that was just a little condensed thing with history. But the, yeah, my bad. I just wanted to clarify. Mm-hmm. I think what I thought thought was interesting was how like the helicopter got introduced, like drone. how and like the drone. It's basically. It's Maria Rambo, right? She she's going in there. Uh, uh, Monica, yeah, Monica. That was yeah. trying to kind of stage out like what she was doing and stuff like that. I, I don't know. I just like callbacks like that, where it's just kind of like it's it, all the stuff is starting to piece itself together. Uh, I thought it was kind of woven in there r- rather nicely. Well, this episode also shows how like Scarlet Witch, like maybe before we thought maybe she was not completely aware and just maybe not fully mentally stable. So she's like, who are you? What are you doing here? And the, by the end of this episode, like there's something more sinister going on. Like she just wants to be happy. It doesn't look like she wants to hurt anybody, 
but at the same time, she looks like she might be willing to do whatever she can to keep this little part of the universe hers. I would love to see a villain Wanda in Doctor Strange. I think that's what this might be setting up. Yeah, yeah. that would she be probably great. created more multiverse because she can create universes and realities. That so. would be. That would be mind-blowing. <laughs> I would like to see that. That'd be very thrilling. Yes. I kind of stopped watching all those because there's all those like, you know, like super clickbaity, like photoshopped things of I remember his name, but the guy from Jack Ryan is Mr. Fantastic with Wolverine behind him. Like, it's happening, you know, and then John Christmas story, the story. Yeah, yeah. And then you read then you listen to him tell the story or the article they read or like the one little like interview that it, that like the actor said oh i might be in it you know and like it just gets blown out of proportion so i stopped bothering with those for a while just because it was always lead up to nothing and they're always only like you know maybe 25 percent right a lot of the time but um something they've been saying though they think that this is going to link into um doctor strange and the multiverse of madness and mm-hmm. uh that's also going to lead into some of the spider-man shit somehow so yeah right very nice um but I don't know. Marvel just does such a good job of just like making everything like cohesive and like and just blending everything together. It's like I don't know. It's it it, it just it's just crazy. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm expecting to be. I know I might be repeating myself from the last episode or maybe the one before, but I'm expecting it to come out like all these like all the missing all the people that are apparently in the vortex the people who are presumed dead and they worked for shield or sword right yeah i i, I kind of i flew over my head a little bit at the beginning when she met up with the fbi agent when i was kind of like gathering that exposition mm-hmm. kind of like how the the police officers didn't know they were there you know flew over my head a little bit Mm-hmm. it's also uh well i don't know this this, this episode because the thing is i think it is interesting because first off i see why they put the first two episodes at once because a lot of people see black and white and like in uh, the first two play it straight like a uh like a sitcom they're just like two or three parts where it just gets kind of creepy for a minute and then the third one that was half of it this one's like all right here's the real reason you're all really here you want to see the next thing with marvel and this is how it all is actually happening got it going a little bit quicker yeah but if we were to have the first two episodes like like one by one instead of like a mm-hmm. double episode but now imagine if this is like a two-hour movie like the first 20 minutes is just a black and white sitcom and people are like what the fuck are they doing here you, you never you didn't even see there was like a sitcom in, in the trailer or anything they show all the like, explosion stuff the first 30 minutes would be like the artist yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we went that far back. No, no, not even any sound. And like, then you're, you're just, right. just like, what are they doing? And then all of a sudden, that's where it gets all. Oh, okay, okay. So uh, I have a what a little bit of a question. I'm not sure if it'll ever get answered, but like, so Wanda has created like this world like around her, at, like in this kind of a little bit of middle of nowhere. But like, there's like a main highway. Like it's just like off this highway and. Like, did she really expect, like, like someone to, like, not find this if she's really trying to hide? It seems like if she w- were really trying to hide, it would be it either, wouldn't be like in the middle of the street and stuff like that. It's like maybe either that or she's just like, well, I mean, if they find me, they're not going to have a good, easy time getting in. 
or she's right. or she or her defense mechanism is really like just kicking in, you know, mm-hmm. and she's trying not to uh, trying to cope with the trauma. I'm kind of wondering because, you know, now there, there's no way they're not going to bring X-Men into the Marvel Cinematic Universe because mm-hmm. you, you easily squeeze because there, there's so many stories and so many versions they did not tell in the Fox movies. So yeah. they just got like another like 10 to 15 years worth of X-Men movies ready to go now, plus spinoff characters and whatnot. I'm wondering what they're going to do with her relationship with Magneto. Like if, if they're going to do some kind of thing where the parents that died in Sokovia, if those weren't her real parents, if they were like Hydra agents or something like that, you know, or and they get their parents from a different universe. Maybe that happens. Maybe, uh, like, oh, hi, I'm, I'm other dad. And in my universe, I can move shit with my, I can move metal with my mind and shit. Like, oh, that's cool. Want to break some stuff and kill humans? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. <laughs> so you written better than that, but you know. Disney obviously owns Fox now. And like, since we're talking about a, a little bit X-Men, it's, it would be interesting if Disney goes with the first class cast casting or if they just decide to like recast like entire X-Men series. Well, I was just going to ask, like, do you would you rather have them recast the whole series and just start with a new Magneto or continue with that first class? I just restart. Um, I I like the majority of the Fox movies, but I'm kind of curious to see what the uh, MCU version of these characters are. And there's like you there's rumors and, you know, just rumors. I'm not saying it's fact or anything, but there are rumors that they were going to introduce X-Men characters through other movies and then present them in their own movie later. Like, um, apparently there's, they're saying Shang-Chi master of Kung Fu. They're going to present some X-Men characters that have a martial arts motif to them. So they snap into that easily. They're saying that the next captain Marvel movie rogue from the X-Men will start off as a bad guy. become a good guy later. So, there's stuff like that they're talking about that I that I've heard, but who knows if it's true or who knows if that's the way they're going about it. And um, yeah, I'd like to see them get recasted, yeah. but not Wolverine. I know they might do it, but if they could do if they could pull Hugh Jackman in, do it. Give him the bags. Give him give him as much money as as well, he asks for. It's Disney. It's Disney. So you know they will. So. Well, I don't know, even if they die, I'm okay if they get someone else other than Hugh Jackman. I know he, that's basically his role. At the same time, I mean, you're just delaying the inevitable. He's only going to get older. I mean, I'd love to see old man Logan. True. But yes. still. Wolverine 2. Yeah. Well, here's this. Here's, uh, here's something that sounds cool. And once again, this is one of those things you hear, and who knows if it's true or not. So in the, the original, the way Wolverine was first introduced was he was a villain and came in and fought the Hulk. And people liked him. So he popped in a few more books here and there, and then they just put him as a character for the X-Men. I think it would be cool if they do like a buddy cop movie, Wolverine and Hulk. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. I would love to see that. Freaking uh, uh, Mark Ruffalo and freaking Hugh Jackman. He could still be. He could, I mean, I, I doubt they'll get Hugh Jackman, but he could still be smart Hulk. I, I think that would just be a, an interesting dynamic because I know it's like. It's like the angry, gruff guy and the big, dumb, strong guy. But at the same time, I think that it'll be that, that, that the, the smart Hulk dynamic might work better. Or maybe he could slip yeah. in and out of angry Hulk and smart Hulk. 
Yeah, that would be a fun concept. I would really want to see that. Like he gets taken in by Shield, and the way only way he can like you know get released from Shield is if he goes on this mission with Hulk or something like that. Yeah, I think I would want them to recast like X Men, but I'm 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 on the side of like I've always liked the first class. Um, so the James McAvoy. The, yeah, James McAvoy. I always loved the. Who is that? I forget. I'm drawing a blank on Magneto or. Well, Magneto is a is a Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender. So, Professor X, Charles Xavier, uh, James McAvoy. Yeah, yeah James McAvoy. I w- I would want James McAvoy to stay as Professor X because I I just liked his addition to the cast and just like the way he uh, portrayed Professor X. Other than uh, killing Darwin off so dismissively, uh, First Class is probably like one of the best of the X Men movies. It's also it's the one that feels most like a superhero movie too. Yeah, but in a good way. I like First Class too. I really love Days of Future Pass. That was I, good too. Yeah, mainly for the Quicksilver scene, which oh. I know everyone probably plays on repeat, like any chance they get. That's such a good scene. I remember like working at the theater at the time and just yep. trying to get in. Yep, you theater you playing your theater checks. You playing your theater checks at that scene. That's what I did. Yeah. Timed it out right. It's such a good scene. Uh, it didn't really work as well in uh, the Apocalypse movie or whatever yeah. it was. It's still cool with the music. Like, I, I like, um, I forgot the title, but I know the tune. Time um, in a Bottle? Yeah. No, in the, in the second one. Oh, like the first uh, one Sweet Dreams are made yeah. of these. Yeah. Sweet Dreams are made of these. I love that song, but first one was better. Well, the plus it's also so weirdly timed because all this dramatic shit just happened. An explosion happens. He runs by. And then you show him doing all the slow-mo shit and it's cool, but he's being kind of funny. He's moonwalking yeah. and you see him like interact goes all this stuff in like a funny way. And then right after that, like, wait, wait, where's, where's my brother? Where's my brother? And then oh, like, oh, shit. I guess I was too busy moonwalking and saving a goldfish to like get <laughs> your brother. I, my I bad. Her, you know, saving the dog. I saved the dog instead of your brother. I get it. You know, I get right. it. <laughs> it's a cool dog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think Disney would recast because they want to diss themselves as much as they can away from that Brian Singer X-Men just because Brian Singer is just a terrible human being. So Is he? Uh, well, he basically like, well, we won't go there, but right. he's just some Me Too shit. Yeah, it was Me Too shit. And- Young boys. Okay. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. yeah, we won't go there. I think Ryan. Good. And the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah. I gave it uh, <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. WandaVision episode four was. Reel me in for episode five. Right. Here's a question I have. As, as it goes on, do you think Vision? Well, I, first off, I don't think they're going to be doing the sitcom thing as much. I mean, they'll still have like some sitcom moments and they're still going to go through the generations, obviously. But I don't think it's going to be like full episodes of a sitcom with like one or two moments of psychological horror. Mm-hmm. I, I imagine they're just going to like cut back and forth between the two worlds. And then um, eventually, do you think Vision, he's going to be on Wanda's side? Like, yeah, this is our home. Let's fight for it. Or do you think he's going to be more of kind of like Wanda? This isn't right. You know, and then that almost creates this divide between them. The former. Only because I heard it. Only because that was directly aligned in the trailer. Was it? Yep. Shit, I'm good. 
I haven't seen the trailer, so now I know like of where it's going. Uh, I would like to see them like kind of pull fast one on us and just say that and have Vision say this isn't right. And I think that would be kind of an interesting divide. Even where, if he's oh, where, sorry. where he wants Wanda to just let go. Because that would that, that's such a like a terrifying image, like towards the end of this episode, where the show kind of blips a little bit a little bit again, and you see Vision with uh, with just basically a hole in his head, and she's just like and then she she rewinds and like goes back to like her happy place a little bit. It was it, it just caught me off guard and kind of, it, it's a little frightening too, just because like you see like vision after basically sacrificing himself. He's all CG and you wouldn't have to get the original voice voice actor, even though I think it would be a good idea too, because of the, he did a job. But um, I'd actually like it if somehow if Ultron came back into this, I'm not expecting to be the Ultron or maybe it's um, yeah. maybe she can't control like her, uh, her the, the, what she creates in her head. So maybe what she fears starts to come out or something like that. So James I was Spader, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I, I know I people like don't like, Age of, Age of Ultron that much, but I, that's actually one of my favorite MCU movies, and I, I really like Ultron. I think he's a good character. I don't really care about him in the comics, because in the comics, he almost came across as like, mean robot, must kill, but in the movie, I feel like they gave enough of a personality to him. So. Well, I don't know if Disney Plus is, like, trying to say something, but every single time, like, I finish, like, a WandaVision episode, they always say, hey, do you want to watch Age of Ultron? No other yeah, but that's also the one where she's introduced to as well as Vision. Yeah, but I don't know. Like maybe maybe it's a possibility. Maybe Disney is like trying to say something like, hey, maybe you should go watch this because shit's gonna shit's gonna go down. But even if it's not really him, I still think that would be cool. Yeah. I would I mean it's a great cast, James Spader, at least a flashback now mm-hmm. that they, they brought up the name. And it's uh, you know coming into the story. Well, just James Spader's delivery on a lot of his lines in that movie. And plus a lot of the evil bad guy lines he'd give him. Like, what was the part where he said, like, ha, like, so you're collecting, uh, you're collecting the vibranium. What for? I'm like, I'm so glad you asked that. I want to take this time to explain my evil plan. And he like throws like a lightning bolt at him or something. Mm-hmm. I don't honestly remember age of Ultron as much. I'll have to like rewatch it like this week. And like, and like maybe like with episode five, well, like, Oh, We'll revisit it a little bit. Uh, I didn't really like Ultron that much when I first came out, but when I marathoned the MCU for Endgame, it was very refreshing, actually, watching it, mm-hmm. watching it again. I also feel like uh, something with Age of Ultron is people, like, they, they'll, they'll take one thing, they'll take one or two scenes, and they make it out to be like, all that move, that whole movie was, was exposition for what's going to happen ten movies from now. It's like, no, it wasn't. Yeah, it was like, OK, Thor goes into a bathtub of exposition for like three minutes, three minutes of this two and a half hour movie. Mm-hmm. And we just says the Infinity Stones, they're out there. And then we go back to the story. That's all it was. And people like the, the whole movie was just trying to shut up. Like, no, there's other shit going. All right. Whatever. That's why I like the movie, actually, how how there's so many things in that movie that is tied in with pretty much every movie that follows it. It was such a big event in the entire universe. It, it, it impacted the, how everything's went, you know? 
Well, yeah. Plus, I, I the other thing is just city and dropped it on the on planet. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, just like the idea of like just a, as a comic fan, I, I could think of even though there's a lot of movies I like before that. Um, yeah, I could. That's like the first movie I can think of where they kind of just weren't using just like uh, you know because I like all right for instance in a Batman movie they'll go and they'll maybe get information from some random guy and a guy who maybe he's in the comics, but probably not in the comics. This, they go to, they go to get information from some random guy. And it's like, Oh shit. It's Ulysses claw from black Panther. And then, you know, he pops up in a few movies down the line. And then, you know, I, I don't know. I just, and like everybody, I don't know, just something about that movie. That's not the only reason, but something about that movie, it felt like they used, they used the whole Buffalo. They didn't just use the stuff that they thought would studios would the audience like this would they like that no they made it just felt like a real comic book movie everybody was in costume they weren't shying away from none of that and yeah i think it's an underrated movie it's not as good as endgame of course but you know that's it is, uh, it is underrated isn't that joss whedon's last like that's b- before he left the mcu that was yeah the that's the last one he did before leaving the mcu and he said that like you know i just had creative differences and who knows who it was by this point but yeah right What's he doing now? What's Josh Whedon doing now? That's that's kind of a weird thing. Avoiding Me Too allegations. <laughs> that's what everyone's doing now are, in Hollywood. Are, 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 are we all? Uh, speak, for yourself, yeah. speak for yourself, Marley. <laughs> wow. Wow. It throwing me underneath the bus. I mean. Uh, but wasn't he doing like, like he was trying to bring dc like he did something he had something to do with like the dc universe he was going to do so he um reshot justice league and uh, he apparently reshot a lot of it and a lot of the way he did it a lot of the cast members didn't like and ray fisher who played cyclops well not cyclops uh cyborg was very vocal about it and everybody else they weren't like as vocal but they were like snyder made something pretty cool it's too bad people won't see it and then um, after that, he was going to do he was going to direct Batgirl. But then he backed down from that or got fired. I don't really know what happened. And so who knows? You know, I'm sure there's probably something he's producing or working on. Right. Because I, I remember after Ultron, he he made that Shakespeare like film, like in his backyard with like all of his friends, like Nathan Fillion and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Much Ado About Nothing. Was, yeah. And I just. Love that he kind of, he was like, he was like, fuck the MCU for a minute, and just like, I'm just gonna like make make a make a film with my friends in my backyard. But when did that happen? Actually, not not to split hairs. Uh, Much Ado About Nothing came out after the Avengers, so he's just like, you know what, I'm just gonna yeah. do a little. And then he did a bunch. Of, then he was showrunning Agents of Shield, and he oh, was yeah. gonna be the figurehead for the Marvel MCU. But I think maybe the reason he left is because they're using him as the figurehead. Like, he's the one guiding the MCU. And then he's like, I'm just doing what Kevin Feige tells me to do. I'm out. Right. I think, uh, like, that's probably a lot, for sure, a lot, of, a, a lot of pressure. So I can see why he would back out. He's apparently making a show called The Nevers. So, yeah. The, ne- the Nevers? Yeah. Coming out this year. I don't see him. I'm, yeah, I don't really know what it is, but yeah. Oh wow! So it's like a modern Shakespeare. I'm I'm interested in much do about nothing for some reason. Yeah, it's it's really good. It's it's probably one of my favorite movies of like the last decade. It's, Did you watch the '93 Much Do About Nothing? No, not yet. Denzel not yet. and Keanu. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, okay, I, like, I love Keanu, but he was he, that he was out of place in that movie. He was, he was really out of place. Like, Keanu was out of place in every movie that he said. <laughs> not John Wick. Not John Wick. Oh, well, yeah. Not John, John Wick. John Wick unfolds into him. Yeah. They basically write the movie around freaking Keanu. They're like, we missed the Matrix. Like, let's, let's just rewrite that. This is, it was also like, well, he's not going to be spiking Cowboy Bebop, so let's get another kind of thing similar to that. Right, exactly. But, uh, but yeah. Uh, is there anything that we're, like, we're looking forward to, like, for episode five? We still haven't really seen, like, uh, Cameron, you mentioned that you wanted to see something, someone from the MCU kind of pop up. Cameos. Yeah, I think we kind of yeah. get that more with it's not so much of a cameo with the characters introduced in this episode. Yeah, it's it's not so much a cameo. You know, they, but, they, but yeah, reintroducing um, MCU characters from other films. Speaking on that, the Darcy character from the Thor movies, um, I never hated her or disliked her, but I feel like at times in earlier Marvel movies, definitely, and even some of the like Phase 3 ones, they kind of stop and try too hard to make it a comedy. And it's not so bad where it's cringeworthy like a, Michael ba- like a Transformers Michael Bay movie or anything like that, but I think with her character in past movies, they're trying too hard to make her funny every other line. Where in this one, I thought they did a good job of pacing it out. You know, like she had something to do other than just say one-liners. Mm-hmm. She felt more in place. Or throw like a pair of shoes or whatever down like a <laughs> vortex, whatever it was in Thor 2. That Thor 2 movie was weird too. Weird too. Thor That's two. the dark world, right? Thor the dark yeah. world. I think the three weakest Marvel movies in my mind, like MCU movies, are like Iron Man 2, Thor 2, Ant-Man and the Wasp. You really? Ant-Man and the Wasp? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't bad. It was just whatever to me. Yeah, it's kind of uh, it's kind of just there. It's, it just kind of exists. That's one where I felt like it was there just to kind of explain the quantum realm, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never liked the Thor movies, like either either one, except for the Taika Waititi, like the third Thor film. I thought, like, obviously everyone likes that one. Uh, and then... Hmm? I was going to say, there's not an MC mo- MCU movie I dislike. I think the most they get, the worst they get is just, oh, that was okay. And okay to me was the three I named off. So Right. And like Iron Man 2, I feel like I love that film a little bit more over time. Just because I, I like that humanizes, like, Tony Stark just a little bit more. And you see you see the vulnerable side of him. And like, yeah, it's a little bit too long. It, I don't know. I, I feel like I like Iron Man 2 a little bit more for time. Yeah, it's that one. Because I, I watch um, when we actually go to see Endgames, it's kind of funny. My girlfriend, she only saw leading up to Endgame. She only saw like Black Panther. And then um, she was on a plane. So like, all right, I'll watch Avengers Infinity War. because It's going to kill three hours or whatever. And then she was, started dating a guy who liked that shit. So then, like, well, want to go see Endgame? Like, okay, I'll go see Endgame. And she liked it, but she's like, all right, now I want to see all these other movies. So watching through them all again with her and seeing Iron Man 2, it was definitely better second time around, even, like, Ant-Man and the Wasp was better second time around. But they just, they feel like, I just feel like those movies did feel kind of like the stepping stones. Like, this is so we can introduce X, Y, and Z rather than tell, like, a story we really need to say here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Can't forget about that ex-wife, too. I mean. Ex-wife? Yeah, the missile. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That bit. That's <laughs> a yeah. hammer. They well, should... Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell's a great choice. Sam Rockwell. 
they should reintroduce Justin Hammer. Yeah, he was. Uh, and they did a better job with him in the movies than the comics. In the comics, he's just some crippled. He's just some. He's just crotchety old man. Like, oh, you got Sam Rockwell playing him. All right, all right, that's cool. All right. Well, any any film with Sam Rockwell in it, like I'm interested. Like, I'm like I'm I'm already on board. Like mm-hmm. I'm already buying the ticket. I'm already renting it on on iTunes. It's like I'm already pirating on Pirate Bay. It, what? Sh- <laughs> what you say, Cameron? You, you see a thieves you, talking. You cut out there. I think I think you blipped out. Rewind. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think we we think we should end this discussion for next time for episode five. Yeah, um, put a cap on it. It was a good episode. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, yeah, episode four. You're talking about? Yeah. Yes. But yeah. Yeah. Watch WandaVision. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Watch it. Watch it now. It's gonna I'm just gonna stop it right now. We're not gonna play uh play um Voodoo Child. We could. Aside yeah, from then, the lawsuit. And then get thrown in jail. Yeah. <laughs> no get, get sued by the Hendrix estate. Yeah. I'm just gonna stop it right now. <laughs>